Hi there, podcasters. My name is Jay, and welcome to my podcasting journal. My mission is to help you become a better podcaster by sharing what I'm learning on my own podcasting journey. Today, I want to talk about power, the three main ways to supply power to your mic, and especially the difference between plug-in power and phantom power. Okay, let's get started. Now, there's usually three ways to supply power to a mic, and we're usually talking about condenser mics because they're the ones that require power. However, there are situations when you need to supply power to a device connected to a dynamic mic, and we'll get onto that. So let's explore the simplest sort of power, and that's power supplied by battery. There are some condenser mics that come with batteries built in, and they're usually things like shotgun mics that might have either a replaceable alkaline or rechargeable battery, or more likely nowadays, a sealed unit, a sealed rechargeable lithium battery. And there's not much more to say about that, really. It's they require a battery, so you have to figure out what kind it is and put them in. Of mic that might require a battery is a lavalier mic. These are the small ones that clip on to your clothes. And again, it's worth seeing whether if you buy one of these, what kind of power source it has, whether it's replaceable batteries or whether it's a sealed unit. And if it is a sealed unit, to find out what kind of replacement program they have for that unit, because otherwise it's disposable, essentially. Now, the other sort of power that we supply to microphones, since we're talking about lavalier mics, let's keep talking about that. It's called plug-in power. Now, plug-in power is quite low voltage. It's between three to five volts that you supply to smaller microphones to just give them that boost so they can get a good signal. And as I say, it's usually lavalier mics that do that. So you need to find out whether that's required. So lavalier mics are usually plugged into a digital recorder of some kind. It could be a, a Zoom recording of device or a Tascam or even your phone. What you need to do is read the manual and find out if it needs that power to make sure that you supply plug-in power. Now, the reason that's important that you supply plug-in power is that the other sort of power that can be supplied to microphones is called phantom power. Now, phantom power is between something like, I think, 11 and 50 volts of direct current. Usually the number that you'll see on most digital recorders or devices that supply phantom power to mics is 48 volts. And that's usually enough to power condenser microphones. So it's important that you get it right if you're connecting a lavalier mic to a power source that you don't supply it with phantom power because you might fry your mic. It's really important you understand the difference between plug-in power and phantom power and supply the right sort to your device. Now, if you are supplying phantom power, it's more than likely that you'll be doing this via an XLR cable because these cables are designed specifically to provide power if necessary. And if you're supplying power over a long distance, then you're best to get what's called balanced XLR cables because it makes sure that the power is distributed evenly along the length of the cable. And that's important because if it's not, if the cable is unbalanced, you might start getting ground loops or interference from the cable itself and noise being generated on that line. So when I'm talking about long distances, we're talking, I don't know, more than 25 feet, something like that. Sorry, I don't know what that is in meters, but that's just something to be aware of. You can have other sorts of cables that supply power, audio cables, but generally they're not recommended for use over the longer distances, they're more likely to get noise as the cable gets longer. 
So really, the only difference between balanced cable and unbalanced cable is that it can supply power over a longer distance with less noise. So I mentioned that this doesn't apply to dynamic microphones. We're talking about condenser microphones that require power. And that's true. You don't power a dynamic microphone. But sometimes there are devices that we attach to dynamic microphones. Particularly, I'm thinking of what's called a, uh, an inline pre-amplifier. What this does is that you get some microphones that are quite quiet and they they need a lot of gain to get some signal out of them. So I'm thinking of something like the Shure SM58 or the Shure uh, SMB or just 7B. I can't remember. But the famous one that costs about $500 that everyone says that Michael Jackson used to record Thriller when, of course, he used a, a an SM7, not a 7B. But... That doesn't really matter. Anyway, the point is that these pre-amplifiers, these inline amplifiers, are connected directly to the microphone between the microphone and either the computer that you're recording on or a digital interface of some kind. Some common manufacturer's names, uh, you'll hear Cloudlifter is probably one of the famous ones. And it can supply quite a lot of additional gain power to the signal that comes out of those dynamic microphones and these devices need phantom power so if you do add a cloud lift or a or an inline amplifier to a microphone a dynamic microphone you will somehow need to supply it with usually reader manufacturers information of course but you will usually have to supply it with phantom power of some kind which means that you'll need some kind of digital interface because the computer is not going to be able to do that in order to supply that phantom power Okay, that's it for today. So check out the mics that you have and see, just read the manual, download the manual from the manufacturer's site if you don't have it, and see whether you know, the devices that you have lying around either need power or can accept power, what sort of power they can accept. And if you've got a digital interface of some kind, whether it's a digital recorder or a digital interface, a mixing desk, check the manual, see what kind of power it can supply. Can it supply phantom power? Can it supply plug-in power? and really get to know the equipment that you have around because the better you know this sort of stuff, the more options that you have. So experiment, experiment, experiment. And remember, podcasters, whatever you do, make sure you're having fun. Okay, bye-bye now.